Simplified Chaos, episode 134. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. friends welcome to simplify chaos this is jillian one of your hosts and i'm with my husband and co-host as always nicholas that's me what's going on folks we hope you all are having a wonderful week we have got another great podcast episode here for you today jillian jilly what are we diving into i think today's theme we decided was all about uh how we changed our life to have more time more time it's the one commodity you can't get enough of sure (laughs) i'm glad you agree before we dive into that as always we love to show a little gratitude so jilly what are you grateful for this week i'm grateful for new connections and new friends um today i I was able to visit a new friend today. Sorry, pause. <laughs> I thought I had to burp. <laughs> oh, my God. Super romantic, I know. It's like, what's going on? Um, oh, are we into the uh, the romance podcast now? I mean, we can be. Dun, 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 dun. What is that music? I don't know. That's not romantic. Not... <laughs> we, we just, yeah, there's no chance that this will like, ever be a romantic we, podcast. Are we playing a video game? <laughs> no. What's happening? Uh, crap, what was I saying? You oh. were burping. <laughs> New friends. I said I was about to burp. Um, we, um, I met a new friend um, through Instagram, the lovely benefit of social media. And shout out to my new friend, Veronique, in Charlottesville. So we went over her house today, and Lucille got to play with her little girl. And we just hung out, and she was kind of showing me some ropes on um, possibly a new... I don't know, business endeavor or just creative endeavor. I'm not really sure yet, but it was really exciting to just kind of see what she does um, for a living and to just hang out with her family and uh, just to be like, they're just such a great family and awesome to be around. And I just can't say enough things about them. And uh, it's just great. Just really cool to meet people that you automatically connect with and can be yourself and just let it all go. And I don't know. Yeah feels good to be your, yourself completely around new people. You know, it can Absolutely. be can be tough to find like as a the older we get and if you don't have like that solid like base of like, oh, they already know how I am because we grew up together, but it's like she had no idea who I was before yeah. we met <laughs> like a month ago or so. Well, and they're also fairly newish to the area, so there's a lot of things in common there. So, you know, it's it's been nice to and I, I've met them once, but it was great the the afternoon that we spent together so i'm really looking forward to getting to know, know them a little bit better and jilly just walked away to grab some water in the middle of her gratitude i was and done back. i was done well you usually ask me what i'm grateful for but you oh, walked so that's away what this is about. yeah there's a there's a nice transit in the podcasting world it's called transitioning back to you nick what are you grateful for nick <laughs> I am grateful for the drivability from Maryland that we're at. You know, so it, it is a three hour drive 
from Charlottesville to, to where we used to live in Maryland, where a lot of our friends and family are at, we decided to, and it was kind of last minute, but not really, but we decided to go up to Maryland for a housewarming party for a good friend of ours. And it was on a Sunday. We weren't sure if we wanted to, you know, do the up there and then back on, on a Sunday in, in one day. But, you know, luckily your your mom is a wonderful person and, you know, um, and your aunt and allowed us to stay with them for the night on Sunday. So basically we, we drove up to Maryland, sat on Sunday morning, um, had a nice little pit stop and, and got some some coffee and some good eats. Coussons. Yep. And then we went to our friend's housewarming party and got to see some folks that we hadn't seen in a long time. And then, you know, went over to your mom's house, spent the night. And then that gave me the opportunity to go into the office on Monday, put in a day's worth of work. And then after I got home and, and we had some dinner, we, we hit the road and headed back. And it was a nice, you know, little 24 hour plus trip to, to Maryland. But I mean, the drive, even though it's three hours, it seems like it's nothing. I, I, I don't get sick of the drive, especially once we get past the DC traffic. <laughs> and even when it's pitch dark out there, it's just a, a nice smooth drive. So yeah, I just love our, our drivability from where we used to live and to other things that are in the area. So Agreed. And I'm grateful that you enjoy making that drive because I definitely was in and out of a deep slumber on the way back because I was just exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. My phone was uh, pumping out some good tunes until it ran out of batteries <laughs> with about 20 minutes left to go in the trip. Oh, that's why the music stopped. I'm that's, sorry. Yeah. You could have used my phone. Well, then I would have had to wake you up and then find Pandora and all, all right. that stuff. Yeah. I'll just give you my password. That way you, you got it. One, two, three, four, five. How did you know it? Damn it. <laughs> all right. So Jilly, let's talk about time. Yeah. So we were having the conversation just about, you know, all, all of the changes we've made to just to live more meaningful and um, simpler, intentional, whatever you want to, however you want to word it. The Sears podcast themes have definitely been about changes. For sure. And I, I think they're going to continue to be about changes because after all of the small changes we've made, I'm learning that we keep continuing to make small changes yes. just to enhance our life in the way that we think is best for us. So every podcast is going to be about change. And I think that's so perfect for I think any listener out there because we're always evolving and changing and it's to me it's really inspiring to hear people that are going through their their journey and all of the the mindset shifts and the small steps that they make because that to me is motivation to keep going so yeah. I hope if anything if you're like I I don't have any similar values to Nick and Jill like I don't want to be ever be near the mountains like that's not me um, if anything maybe you just get the inspiration or that little nugget of like will to keep going and to stay positive and that small tiny changes can make such a huge lasting impact and your life can unfold so beautifully if you just keep following in the direction that you choose to so yeah um i think we kind of had this revelation that like you know as much as we're following the fun and we're doing all of these things that light us up it also has to do to just get wanting more time 
right. more time with our daughter Lucille, more time together, more time for ourselves just individually, maybe to rest or to, to find a new hobby or to create or to dive into something we always said we wanted to do. So ultimately, like all of the changes go back to time too. It's like having fun and just how do we leave more time for things we want versus things that we feel like we had to do. So I thought it'd be fun just to kind of dive deep and reflect on like all of the things we've done just to get more time and how they've slowly unfolded just to where we are now. And we have so much time. It's crazy. And once you get that time, it's like, what now? And I think we're, at least for me, I feel like I'm really getting in the rhythm of like soaking in the slowness and enjoying it and appreciating it more. I think it can, I think going from a very fast paced life to a slower life, it's really hard that adjustment to, to like, okay, what do I do in this time? Like what, what do I fill it with? Or like, is it too much time to spend on myself or is it, am I spending too much time with Lucille? So there's a lot of questions that go through your head once you do slow down your life, at least in my perspective. And it's been really awesome trying to process it and evolve and grow. And I think internally, like it's definitely doing a lot for myself, just finding myself, I should say. Absolutely. Well, I guess the first thing that we can talk about, you know, time-wise is is choosing the location and the house that we're in. You know, there was a lot of things that, that went into the decision, but I think one of the things that we were very conscious about when we decided to move to Charlottesville and in, in particular into having the house built in the community that we were in is that we talked about there not being any yard work because there's lawn service that's included with the the homeowners association, but we've also downsized pretty significantly from the the last house that we were in. And for those of you who who have not been with us before, we were in a four bedroom, two full baths, two half baths, a fully finished basement home. You know, almost three thousand square feet. Um, Plus, you know, when you include the the finished basement and it was a lot to take care of. And then on top of that, a a two thirds acre yard that had to be mowed and and taken care of every week. The biggest decision we made was like, okay, we're deleting all of that. Like, yeah, we still have to do cleaning around the house, but it is one third the size of, of what it was before. And can be done in a matter of two hours on a, a Saturday morning before we really decide to you know, get our day started. So like just the move in itself and picking the location and the, the house, the neighborhood that, that we chose gave us back a lot of time. And to your point, there are some days where it's just like you adjust from a very fast paced, go, go, go environment to something that's a little bit slower. And sometimes it's just like, how, how do we feel, feel some of this time, you know? Um, so I would say that's first and foremost is just being very thoughtful about the area and location that we moved. Totally. And yeah, if you think about like the time and time chunks, like you want to put it together, like the time it took you to do the lawn, like, whew. I mean, it had to be about like at least two hours some days. Yeah, yeah. So that's two hours on our weekend. And then you think about the hours it's been to clean and maintain. Like if you, it's just crazy. If you look at your life in hours and minutes and you actually time chunk how much time you spend doing specific tasks and you just look at this aerial view, it's like 
I'm sure it would be super shocking just to see how much time is actually spent doing what you want versus how much time is spent taking care of things and maybe things that you don't want to do, or maybe it's a job that you necessarily may not like, or maybe you do. It's, it just depends, but I bet it's, it's pretty, I don't know. I kind of wish you would have done that. I mean, I kind of felt it like I, I could literally feel that like, well, I know my mom, my mother spent more time with my daughter than I did because she watched her. Right. So to me, it was just kind of like, damn, like the fact that I don't get to see my daughter as much as my mom does. It's just kind of crazy. Like I gave birth to this beautiful thing <laughs> and then I have to go to a job in order to pay for all of the things we own. Right. It's like, but it's so simple too. It's like, so how do we not feel pressured to spend all this time doing something maybe that I don't want to do that much? Oh, I just, we have to get less things that we own. We just have to get rid of things we own. We just have to down, like down it. That's it. Yeah. Like you think of it, it's such a simple idea, but I think it's just so hard to do unless you break it down into like simple steps, which is, I'm grateful for this podcast and being able to share all the small steps and the journey it was to get here. And it wasn't just like overnight and it was like, you know, decluttering and, um, you know, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm it, rambling now. Sorry. It, it you know, it, it is funny. Like we've, we started this journey in January of, of 2021 and now here we are in October. So this is 10 months, you know, it took us, we, we, we put the down payment on our house in January. We put our house in the market in April and we moved into our new home in June. So there's you know six months right there. And now we're on month four of being down here in Charlottesville. But like if, if you really think about it, like our journey started much, much longer ago mm-hmm. when it came to trying to buy time and, and simplifying things. And it, it started even before we started this podcast way back in December of 2018, which it's, it's crazy to think that we'll be coming up on three years here at the, at the end of the year, but like making small changes in our lives. And in some cases, some, some, some bigger changes, but, you know, realizing, you know, very early on that we don't need all this stuff. Um, and just trying to simplify things, um, you know, realizing we didn't need the space that we, you know, had and, and kind of knowing in the back of our head a couple of years ago that our next move wasn't to upgrade, but it was to downsize. Like that was something that, well, that we was had, an upgrade for us, yeah, which, is which is an upgrade. But like that was something that was was in our mindset a couple of years ago before we even decided to move. So like all of this stuff really, you know, did it seem like it happened fast when when we decided in January, like basically we decided in December that we were moving at that point. And then in June, we were in a new location three hours away from where we used to live. But like, I don't look at it as, a, as, as something that was like a knee jerk reaction or an impulse buy or anything like that. It, it, it was something that happened over the course of a couple of years and, you know, us being really clear with what our intentions are, what our values are and, which made things so seamless. But at the end of the day, again, kind of going back to what I mentioned at the beginning, like this move was all about buying us time, you know, or at least not all about, but the majority of it was more time for us together as a family. And I guess now I'm rambling, but the, the other thing that I wanted to mention is, you know, spending more time with Lucille to your point is that one of the, the, 
brighter side or the, the brighter things about the whole pandemic is that I've been able to work remotely and the fact that I was able to work remotely for nine plus months when we made the decision to move was an easy decision for my employer to say, yes, you can continue to work remotely. Um, so I also now get to see Lucille throughout the day. Um, maybe not as much as, as you, but like I can still hear her. I can hear you guys <laughs> doing activities and stuff like that. I can, you know, take a quick break and, you know, see how she's doing, how you guys are doing and hang out and then get back to work. And then when I'm off work, immediately start hanging out with y'all. So like, there's more time with her that I just didn't have. Like, if you think about it, when we started the pot, well, I was transitioning jobs when we started the podcast, but like when Lucille was born, I was working in DC and I had an hour and 15 minute, an hour, 30 minute commute. Mm. And that was just to work. And then another hour and 15, an hour, 30 minutes back from work. So three hours in the car at a newborn who was going to bed at like 7.30 and I was getting home at 7 o'clock at night. So I had barely any time with her. At that point, you know, I think in, in, in my life, it was like, I'm not going to let this get in the way of me not spending time with you, with her and, and my family. So um, I know that was long-winded, but yeah, I mean, that's just, this is something that's been in motion for, for quite a long time. And I think like overall, this whole thing, like I know things eventually go down to like finances and like, I can't afford that or I have to do that. I think there's just so many options out there. And we think sometimes that there's no way we could possibly have that or make that work. But I'm here to tell you that like, I mean, I never thought Nick and I always talked about like, we, we just didn't think it was possible that we could have one person working and me staying home. Like to us, I mean, we were in this negative mindset, like it's not possible, but it's crazy now that we're on the other side and that Nick is the only one currently bringing an in income. Now, I did a lot of planning forefront for this. Like I made sure to save um, like three to six months worth of salary beforehand. Like we started investing before we moved, like so that way our money was still growing. Um, I do have like retirement accounts set up from when I was working. So I feel like we did pretty thorough planning beforehand just Mm -hmm. to make sure that we had some cushion but it's crazy just stepping out of that comfort zone to find a place where you're not strapped and forced to do something that you don't want to do it's like to me it's like so simple but for some for some of us and that was me at the point like I never thought that I could leave where I was comfortable and just now being in this home and it's crazy like uh, what the um, Veronique the friend I was visiting you know they live really close to, to the city in Charlottesville and it's significantly more money to be in proximity to that city and that is kind of a trade-off we took living here like we are about 25 minutes to downtown like yeah. are we a bike ride away like, no. no but if you go just a teeny bit further it's like dramatically we are saving more money now it would be cool to be in proximity to that and to to bike there yeah it'd be really cool but you know what we realize that financially it's not the right step for us and i think there are trade-offs to everything like would it be cool to have super close proximity to downtown it would be really cool but ideally that means that there's more pressure and force for one of us to do something that maybe we don't really want to do right. just to to pay for that overhead is it called overhead right i always say yeah. overhang <laughs> overhead you you're you're correct today no i i just 
I think, and I've said that before, like, it's just something so simple. It's just like the overhead, just thinking about what is necessary and vital and just to cut out less force and, you know, pressure to do things that suck up time that you really don't want to do. And, you know, for us, it's, the situation seems to be working and part of me wishes we would have done this before Lucille, but you know what? Timing is everything and it happens for a reason. And we had a lot of lessons to learn along the way. So it's exciting to be on this side. And I know we'll dive more into just, I think it's, it's cool to just say that we're Nick is the only one working. And I feel like I'm not very coherent today. So I'm sorry. I'm not very smooth and uh, (laughs) um, eloquent, but I don't know. It's, it's again, it's just like the idea is so simple just to have less overhead, just so you have more time and freedom to do with the money that you do have, I guess, yeah. bottom line. Well, and again, it was, we did like a lot of just, you know, running scenarios, like before we even moved just to see if it was possible. And, and even still, I had kind of my doubts, but like now that we, because when you move to a new area, you don't know what the water bill situation is going to be. You don't know what the energy <laughs> yeah. bill situation is going to be. There's like a lot of things that you can't count on. Like you don't know how moving to a new state and a new county is going to affect, you know, what taxes are coming out of your, your paycheck. So there was a lot of unknowns that we just kind of had to say, okay, well, we can we can estimate what that that looks like and and kind of get a ballpark idea, but you really don't know until you actually are in the house for like the first two months and you've gone through your cycle of bills. And you know, one of the things that we we have here that we've never had is is propane, you know, for our stove and for our heat. So we haven't gone through the winter yet. We haven't had to use the propane for that, but that's not something that comes out monthly. It is something that's billed anytime that they refill the propane tank. So like those are just certain um, imponderables that we just haven't had a chance to really <laughs> um, see yet. But, you know, ultimately we, we did have to make some adjustments to our budget and to what we're putting into retirement and, you know, what we're spending on, on a you know weekly, monthly basis on certain things. Um, some bills went away from when we moved to Maryland and then, you know, we've got some other things that we have to, to consider here, like, you know, a quarterly HOA fee, but like there was, there was a lot of trade-offs from what we were spending in Maryland to, to what we're doing here. But ultimately, like we made the adjustments, we talked with our financial advisor about those adjustments and, and, you know, the adjustments we've made to our retirement, we see those as temporary until, you know, we, you know, decide to to make any other kind of moves but like we're in a good situation right now and and ultimately like well not ultimately i I guess another stroke of luck so to say was just when we sold the house the housing market was ridiculous and we were able to get this one before the housing market got really ridiculous so like the timing was was perfect on that which is also set us up pretty nicely but again you know besides that like ultimately what we're trying to really say is like if if you're looking for more time there there are ways and there are certain adjustments that that you can make in order to to gain more time in your life because those times the thing that we can't get back that we always wish that we had and i don't want to look back on on life saying that you know i wish i would have had more time to spend with lucille or i wish i would have had more time to explore and discover you know with you and and i think we've made those changes so that we don't have to look back and say, what if, or I wish I, I did that. So, you know, it's, is it easy? Um, 
No, but I, I think there are certain things like if you are looking for a change, if you are looking to get more time in your life, that you can start now and 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 have a plan, and and then ultimately when you make those big or small moves, that you know you'll be ready for them. And I, I think us just kind of making those small changes made us ready for this move when we decided to do it. Yeah, and the cool thing is that ultimately what gave us time before we even moved was just like getting rid of a lot of stuff that we thought we needed. Yeah. Like, I don't think we realize how much stuff steals our time. Like stuff steals time. Like it's a time suck. It's, it's so crazy and intense to think of like these unliving objects, how much time they take from our lives, whether we're shopping for them or maintaining them or cleaning them. And I know we even really talked about stuff like decluttering or any of that for a while. I feel like we're so far in our game that sometimes I forget to go backwards and just yeah. talk about like the consistency and the constant like reevaluation. But when I say like freedom of time is just at our fingertips now because of so much space and not filled with, I don't know, just crap i'm gonna call it crap because it literally was just shit it was just sucking up so much of our energy and it's so silly to think about how many hours or dollars that and time that i was just spending on just mindless shopping or and the cool thing is about where we live is that it is 30 minutes from the nearest target <laughs> that's great friction for my shopping habit i'll oh, yeah. just say that and i'm not a, i'm not an online shopper really except for if i need a pair of like a, some clothes or something very particular but it is nice having some friction where we live of just like, it's not super quote unquote convenient just to run at the store and go get things. So yeah. it makes me more creative to use what we have, which ultimately saves money. And it's fun to like show Lucille those skills of just like, Hey, we don't, we may, we may not have this, but yeah. we'll figure it out. So I love being able to just figure it out with you guys and have time to just be creative with what we have. And um, yeah, the biggest time sucker, I will say, out of all of those things was stuff, the stuff that we owned. Yeah, like bottom no line, doubt. I, I feel like I should have talked about that way earlier in the podcast. It's just I keep forgetting like what a big, I don't almost like a burden it was to have so much stuff in our home and take care of it and just to stress about it. And, you know, what do we do with it? Even if you don't want it, it's like, who do I give it to? Where do I sell it? Like there's so much stress that comes with owning things. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. And I, and I think it's something that we maybe should revisit later on because like, like I said, I keep forgetting what that was like because that was years ago. But I mean, our home now, I mean, we could have easily said, yeah, let's buy all this brand new stuff, put it in our house. But like, we, we know what that was like. And we're like, we're not going down yeah. that road again. So we're very, very intentional about yeah. I think we're good with our space. If we decide that we need to do something, we're going to swap out like their one in one out rule. So that way it's not overwhelming because we knew what that feeling was like. And I remember that feeling and I don't want to go back that way yeah. <laughs> by any means. And trust me when I say this, we're not perfect. We're, oh, we're far no. from perfect there. There are still, there's still stuff that, that we can down downsize on. Uh, you know, there, we have this, this little thing in our in our island that is supposed to be for like fruits and stuff like that. It, it finds its way full of papers and stuff like that. And, and, you know, we can do a better job with that. But like in our garage, we still have stuff out in the garage that we've we've got to we've got to part ways with. It's not really serving us purpose right now. It's, it's sitting in boxes. Um, 
you know, it's one of those things where, well, let's see when I, when we move, if, if we still need this. And, you know, the fact that they're still sitting in boxes three months later tells me that, you know, these are things that we don't need. Um, so, you know, we, we still have work to do. It is not something that you ever finish. It is an ongoing process that, that, you know, constantly one thing in one thing out or one thing in multiple things out. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to go through my clothes again. Like my, my clothes from the time we started this podcast, which I didn't feel like I had many, um, just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Like I, I have more drawers available, barely anything hanging up in the closet. And I've just got s- still things that I know that I can get rid of because they're just still hanging in the spots that they've been since I've been here. So like, yeah, it's it's ongoing, but I really enjoy it and um, love to continue growing and, and sharing this you know minimalistic, simple lifestyle with you and, and buying ourselves more time to do the things that we really enjoy and cherish. And yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I feel like I should have written down more things. I could have been more eloquent, but it is what it is. We'll no, nah, I mean that was that was good. <laughs> I mean. This is we, we've we've got plenty more episodes here to to share some more insights with everybody and you know I was just kind of thinking you know we we some of our very early episodes like episode I think seven and and if I'm right about this you know gold star for me but I think episode seven was about like decluttering you know we talked a lot about Marie how Marie Kondo God I sounded like I was from Baltimore when I said Kondo um, you're the one and, pointing it out I know I just I hear it. <laughs> Anyways, but like we, we watched her documentary and it, it really, you know, sparked a, uh, a a downsizing mission for us when it came to wardrobes and stuff like that. So we had some really cool, interesting episodes with like decluttering, wardrobes, budgeting very early on. I'd love to go back and kind of revisit those now, you know, almost three years later and, and you know, see where we've come from there. So we could Maybe do decluttering 2.0. Yeah, That'd be cool. I think we did do something. We did something 2.0. I forget we? which one it was, but I don't know either. Yeah, man, we've done a lot of episodes. <laughs> 134. Oh, Whew. I know. I guess it's time to come full circle and kind of revisit some of those topics and just yeah. Let us know if you want us to revisit those. You know, hit us up on Instagram at simplified.chaos. Yeah, or... and I don't. I don't even know if you all like our format. It's pretty much just like go with the flow with what life's. We're flowing. We're. <laughs> reflecting on where we are in life now and that to me it's like the easiest way to to just speak our truth on what's going on now what lessons we're learning and how we're still evolving and growing so um yeah if you guys ever want us to revisit a topic or you have a question or anything we love hearing um your feedback as well so we won't be doing so much rambling like we are now (laughs) i don't think we're rambling i think we're throwing out some solid nuggets there jilly you think so yeah yeah okay all right. Do you have any resources for our listeners today? Yes, I do. I'm sure you do. You always do. I found this awesome blog post that is from Mark Manson. Do you remember? Oh yeah, him? I remember Mark Manson. Like, uh, the, the art of not giving a fuck or very something good. like that. Yeah, yeah. The author of that book. Yeah. Um. So the title of this was Seven Ways to Change Your Life. And I, I was just going to name them out. And if you want to say something about them, you can. But um, some of them I have a little blurb just because some of you might be like, wait, wait, what? I don't understand that one. Okay, so ways to change your life. And I felt like this aligned because there's been many things that have we've done to change our life just to get back more time. Yeah. Um, number one was do something, anything. <laughs> 
he just talks about like the art of just procrastination. Like even if it's something so small as like, you know what? I'm going to get up and walk in the morning because that'll make me happy. You know what I mean? It's just like something so simple. That's procrastination and even languishing and just letting things, Mm. you know, out there. Like could be for instance, like just calling like something that you, you need more information about, like, our insurance like what what exactly am i covered on this so i had to you know do that it's something i've been putting off but like yeah just do it like you know get it done mark it off like you'll feel much better after you do that kind of stuff and it just it's amazing how much weight it's off your shoulder when you actually get the deed done mm-hmm. and it leaves just more space for more joy yeah. absolutely um, number two was recognize that everything you do has a cost and be willing to pay it and I think we've kind of mentioned that before with just trade-offs. Like, sure, it's not always going to be perfect, quote unquote. There's always going to be trade-offs for what you want in life, and just to to know what you want, and you know, realize that like I'm willing to pay that price yeah, because be prepared I, that it has a cost. Yep. Yeah, like obviously moving here means the cost was to be farther from family. For us, it was totally worth to be three hours from family, just so that we have more time, more money more yeah. energy, more yeah. adventures. Like the more category on all the things we valued in life would outweighed, not saying the family is not important, but like we still see them, but yeah. there were so many other factors that were like, yeah, th- this is, this is a good trade off. Hell yeah. Um, number three, embrace the fact that no one gives a shit. Ooh, we're so worried about what other people. That think. is so true. And we, we are. And we think like they're, they're judging us or they're going to be disappointed. And it's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, it's your life. And if they're unhappy because you're doing something or they're making fun of you, it means you're doing something right, probably. And they're just feeling their own feels. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I think that one just holds a lot of people back. It does. Um, number four, focus more on habits and less on goals. And I'm going to read a quick blurb. That's interesting. He said, instead, I like to focus on creating a system of healthy habits that focus on the most important, highest impact areas of my life. My goals pretty much take care of themselves at that point. Before you read that last line, I was going to say, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. If if you have those healthy habits, it's a lot easier to reach those goals. And so, yeah, hence they take care of themselves. Yeah. And I think habits seem a little bit more palatable than goals. Like sometimes you may see a goal and like, oh, I don't know about that one. But if you're like, hey, drink three glasses of water a day, I can do that. Sure. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like breaks it down into micro steps, which makes it, I don't know, way more achievable, I think. Absolutely. Okay. Number five, figure out who you are. Simple question. Do That's you, a tough one. Do you really know who you are? I mean, do you know what drives you? What terrifies you? What, Why you do the things you do? And do you know how others perceive you too? This is really difficult work. That is really difficult. And it's crazy that... We go our whole life being, I don't know, based on like a public education, being taught things, and it has usually nothing to do with figuring out who we are as people and sharing those gifts. And, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they... Fostering those unique abilities. Stifling creativity and trying to figure out who you are because they're just so... Cram. Cramming. Content. Shit down your <laughs> in your brains that... Some of it's useful and some of it's not. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, just taking the time to figure out who you are. And for me, writing and reading has been doing that so well. Yeah. Because I feel like you can't figure out who you are until you get the bullshit out of the way. I'm waiting for YouTube to tell me who I am. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, All right. Number six, focus on fewer things and get really good at them. Yes. I mean, if you focus on way too much shit, it's hard to be good at anything. Agreed. Yeah. And I think that just kind of goes to like procrastination. Like I'm going to start this thing and then I'm going to start that project. Then I'm going to start doing that. And then really you've only gone shallow in all of those categories instead of like deep in one, which kind of helps you get to the other one. Like the snowball effect, I guess they call it with, you know, when you have debt, the snowball effect, which means you conquer the smallest tasks, the smallest yeah. debt first, and then the next biggest debt. That way, it's you start to gain some momentum and you gain some motivation. All right, number seven, stop trying so hard. As counterintuitive and counterproductive as it sounds, a strange thing happens when you try too hard and do just about anything. And he gives analogies like, you know, when you try too hard to impress friends, like to make friends. And it's really true. If you just do what you love, be who you are, you're going to attract the life that you want. And just if you're still doing things that make you happy and just going in that direction, like it's kind of effortlessly beautiful how things just fold into your life and present themselves. So I completely resonate with that one. The first thing that came to my mind when you said that last one was uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall and (laughs) and Kunu trying to teach Peter how to, to surf and they're on the beach and he's like, you're just trying too hard. You know, don't do anything. Oh, yeah. Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Well, now you got to do something. You got to stand up. <laughs> but like, yeah, seriously, like, don't try to do too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> anyway, that is it. Awesome. From Mark Manson. And how about the quote of the day there, Jilly? All right. I've got two of them. Oh, man. I know. Again, this I, week, the other two one weeks just in a popped row. popped into my, I just had to. The first one was from John D. Rockefeller. Excuse me. Don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. Ooh. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you got to take two steps backward to take one step forward. What? I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) It makes sense. That is wisdom. Sometimes to move forward, you have to take a step back. Okay. Sometimes you have to give up the good to get to the great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got. But I right. literally just All said right. that. You just requoted the quote. <laughs> I'm putting it in different terms. Oh, not, not really. Give up. You just have to get. You just said it. Never in the past gonna tense. give you up. Never, Never gonna, gonna let you down. down. <laughs> Never gonna run away. <laughs> All right. You've just been rickrolled, bitches. Yeah. All right. Last one is from <laughs> Deepak Chopra. All great thing. Oh, blah, blah, blah. All great changes are preceded by chaos. Ooh. I love this because if you think we have our shit together, psh, it is messy and it's hell, but we are going in the right direction and we love it. I think it's just like cherish the mess. Hell yeah. Anyway. Good quotes, Chili. I thought so. Sparked some good conversation. Did they? Hopefully it leads to action. And leads to Rick Roll. Oh, yeah. Rick Always Rick Rolling. <laughs> And your take action challenge of the day is just make some change for great things to enter into your life. Whatever that is you want to come in, it doesn't happen without some changes. 
Wise words from Jilly Kaselniak. That wasn't that wise. Man, I really fell off my game. I'm so sorry. This episode, I feel like... You don't have to apologize. I I thought you were on point. I was on point. I mean, you did a lot more talking than I did. I think that's why. Yeah. I've been rickrolled by you. I had a lot to say. (laughs) You did. A lot to say today. (laughs) Indeed you did. Yeah. All right, folks. That is going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review on Google Podcasts. Actually, you can't do it on Google Podcasts. You have to do it on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it. Or you can share this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. See y'all later.